Welcome to the Center for Diversity Leadership, where we are supporting school leaders together across the nation as they create school cultures that ensure all students are seen, valued, celebrated, and heard. I am Dr. Ryan Daniel. And Dr. Edgardo Castro. And we are your, fellows, are your fellows in this work. Every student in my classroom deserves an equal chance despite their differences. What can we do as school leaders to ensure that? Today, we are diving into how school leaders can create a common language of what equity looks and feels like. Equity in education is a process of reforming practices, policies, and procedures at the school and district levels to support academic fairness and inclusion. This ensures every child has everything they need to be successful, like resources, teachers, and interventions. Equity and equality are different, Eduardo. Equality is providing the same opportunities to all students. Equity is giving specific resources and support to disadvantaged students to bring them up to the same opportunity level as their peers. You know, Eduardo, I think about this a lot of times that, you know, students come to us at different levels. Students come to us with different backgrounds. And this one size fits all approach, it just does not work. You know, for me, um, equity in education is important. I think about um, the, the picture that we all know of the equality and equity with the students watching the baseball game and every student is different sizes and they each get a box. Well, that doesn't help want the student that is shorter than everyone else or the student that is wider. Then you think about the change of it where Every student gets the number of boxes they need to be able to see over the fence. Then I've seen a new one where they take the fence away altogether. Um, and so, Eduardo, you know, for you and your lens has shifted a little bit now at the district level. You know, why is equity in education so important to you? Yeah, thank you for that question. So equity in education is crucial and it's really as a leader, uh, our principals need to really deep dive in understanding that not all kids, every single one of them in our in the building, they come from a different background, different levels of understanding, literacy, math, and you know science and math. Um, and so, the the and I'm glad you mentioned about that um, picture about they take off the fence altogether. And I think that's to provide really um, that all students have this, again, not equal is not uh, fairly means that you're providing them with an equity because they are completely different. And I think the point that every leader needs to really understand is that equity has its own purpose and understanding that one size fits all, you mentioned that, that really does not take that um, method or or strategy. It really a layer of support 
and that every student, whether if a student is gifted, they still have need support. Like for example, again, a social emotional support at, uh, and, and, and that's need to be given an ELL like myself, English language learner. So I come from a country that, you know, we have different levels of classes where I, when I was a student, my PK 12, I did not go to preschool. I went straight up to first grade and my, Memories of that is really that the the well off the richest in in the country, the Philippines, they have their own private schools, right? And so what left is the public is uh, schools, which again, and I mentioned about this while ago that you are really needs to swim or sink. And so for a student, really all students given that opportunity, and I mentioned about technology, forget about it, right? When in my time in the 1980s, it's um, really not visible. And so for us here in the United States, it's very important to understand the world of you know, technology resources we have, but we need to be equitable and we need to have that equity mindset. Mm -hmm. So an equity mindset, Ryan, I I will not, again, put this in a piece of another plate, another to-do list. It's really, again, part of our Center for Diversity Leadership that we really need to deep dive and understand the the true value and meaning and put them into action. So for you, what, what are the one or two pieces that you really have to, you know, the two to do things that cannot afford, you know, in your building. Um, I think when I think of equity in education, it's really about creating um, opportunities. So I think as a leader, you know, I strive every day to create an opportunity for everyone, right. To, to understand that, um, everyone gets a chance to learn in whatever learning style or support that they need. But then also for my teachers too, like the one size fits all approach doesn't work for everyone. So this common language of of equity is creating opportunities for, you know, people and everyone, students, staff, parents, um, to giving them a chance to learn in the best way that supports their learning styles. But then it also is about ensuring that students see people who are the same gender, same race, um, same ethnicity, um, have some similar backgrounds. And so for me, like this sense of belonging that I have been working on to create in my school community is to ensure that every student can see themselves in somebody in my building. Um, I just was talking to someone yesterday of how proud I am to have four black male teachers in my building who can connect with my black boys in a way that I can't. Even as a black woman, I'm not able to connect with my black boys the same way my four male teachers are, right? And so, and and being able to see them not in a custodial role, right? Not just the, the, the PE teacher, but to see them as a special education chairperson, to see them as the fifth grade reading teacher, the second grade math teacher, like the instrumental band teacher, that's huge. 
right? That's huge for my students because it's a picture of something that they can be, right? When society has told them something different. And, you know, I, I think of, you know, this sense of belonging and making sure that students um, feel a part of the school community, that they feel a part of the climate. So not just celebrating the, the typical months of, you know, nationalities, but making sure we are celebrating all of our families, all of our backgrounds, having, you know, moving from, you know, re reimagining how we celebrate holidays, right? Being aware, um, consciously aware of the holiday season and what it looks like for students, right? Understanding when students, you know, are fasting, how that has an impact on them in school. You know, when students um, have you know, are celebrating the holidays, but they have different kind of different backgrounds in their household um, or even just the socioeconomic status. You know, students that are excited about Christmas because their families can buy them all of the things and the students that, you know, they're not looking forward to it because they're not sure what's going to be underneath of the Christmas tree. And so this sense of belonging that we have to create as leaders is making sure that, you know, our students can see themselves, that there's someone that can connect with them, that we're impacting the community in a, in a, in a positive in a positive way. Um, so, you know, I think about my own education and how passionate I am as a leader because of some inequities that I experienced um, in my own education. And I remember a math teacher um, and a guidance counselor telling me that I would never be an educator. Um, they told me that and I would never go to these colleges that I wanted to go to. And I was very smart, right? Made, I'm, I'm on GPA 3.7, 4.0 some years in, a, in advanced placement courses. But I was a black girl that came from, you know, the hood. And so for them, they couldn't see beyond my community, right? They could only see what, I can't where I came from and they didn't think that I could do anything more than that. Um, and I remember running into one of those teachers when I was a first year principal and it was at Panera Bread at Guardo. And she looked at me and I knew who she was. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, what are you doing with yourself? I was like, I'm actually an educator. And she was like, oh, really? I never thought you would be a teacher. I was like, well, actually, I'm a principal. <laughs> And, um, you know, I think about as a principal who, you know, we have the, the highest impact on a school community and asking yourself, like going back to your building tomorrow and saying, like, how am I creating a sense of belonging, you know, for my students? Students, do some students experience our school climate differently than others? How I'm do you create this of belonging? Yes, thank you. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm I'm glad that you mentioned about the sense of belonging because I think this is one piece that 
uh, for the most part, you know, the DEIB, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, and of course, belonging. I think this is the one piece that is really uh, sometimes left out because I think for one thing, it's probably the understanding that how can I create a sense of belonging in my building, in my classroom, if I'm a teacher. So I think the sense of belonging is for some people, for some staff members will think this as um, just be welcoming, right? <clears throat> the very basic, <clears throat> um, the sense of belonging is really putting if we put this in action is that understanding that every student have that personal baggage or luggage that they're carrying every day, whether you are an immigrant, whether you are, you know, uh, just came yeah. from Haiti, right? And, yes. and what if our own locals, you know, I remember when I was a principal in, in, a, uh, in a community where 80% Native Americans, each of them has their own, you know, backpack, you know. It's almost like, Ryan, we remember about the unpacking our backpack the first days yep. of school. And we, I have done that when teachers, you know, first days of PD to unpack their backpack, you know, what's in there. And let's see how can we modify and device. Because you mentioned about as well the celebrations, like if we have a celebration for the month. And for the most part, we see it is uh, in a shallow, like celebrations, bringing um, a Hispanic food, for example, but really do, doing that into a mindset of celebrating every day, into putting them into actions, into the curriculum, instruction, and assessment. And so I think moving that mindset as a whole um, will create again, an understanding in a school and then will impact the community and if we can do this. And so that's why our work is very important, especially this, you know, center of diversity leadership, because it comprises that everything. And when we think of everything, it's not in one piece. It should be interconnected and in a one big plate, right? And yep. so the celebration of uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging should not be just putting one different places, yeah. it's interconnected. Absolutely. I know you have done that, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that I, I love that. I love that piece that you talked about, that emotional backpack, um, because, you know, as leaders, we really need to help remove those barriers, you know, for students, but getting, but also helping teachers understand that what is the common language of what people, what it feels like when they come to our school community? Right. You know, um, even if they don't look like somebody like do they still belong here? Right. And I, I think that is the the most important piece, because, you know, as we're wrapping up, what happens when people have different definitions of equity? Right. Like that impacts the school community completely. And as school leaders, we must remove these barriers for our students to ensure their emotional backpack, like you talked about, Eduardo, doesn't hinder them from experiencing the highest level of learning possible. It is the opportunities that we can create for our students so that no matter what home looks like, 
what their backgrounds are, what their nationalities are, how much money their parents make, what their sexuality is, or they're not sure of, like that it doesn't hinder them from receiving the highest level of learning possible. So today we hope you walked away. Yeah, you mentioned that, uh, and thank you. And that is really providing equity for all students. You know, every student, every single student, every single learner in your building. And I'm glad you mentioned that. That what what do you think will happen if, you know, in in a building full full of teachers and staff that they have their own definitions of equity? And I think this is a good. PD to just unpack uh, baby steps, right? And I'm sure <clears throat> I'm sure you have done this around in your building, and and so how does it impact the school community as a whole, right? As school leaders, we must remove barriers for our students to ensure that they're, you know, emotional backpack and making making it equitable. And and you mentioned about the opportunities for that providing them that highest opportunities, that excellence, academic excellence, right? And and so today, hopefully, uh, our audience have that one piece to implement. Ryan, anything else as we wrap this up? No, but I just, I, we really just hope that you walked away today with a new outlook or perspective on how you can create a common language of what equity looks and feels like in your school community. Thank you so much for joining us and stay tuned for more for the Center for Diversity Leadership. Mm-hmm.